What's up? Today I talked with filmmaker Ryan Liebel and local entertainer and musician Frankie Moscato about a film that they worked on together. The film was called Mags and Julie Go on a Road Trip, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Five, four, three. What's up, friends? What's up, friends? We're back. But why not? But why not? Yeah, you... Yeah, I mean, I've got Final Cut, but it's not great for movies. Um, I did my my first sort of director's cut. Um, that took me about a month um, of sitting down and looking through all the footage and putting it all together. But yeah, Premiere, uh, Da Vinci, all those guys are the ones that the pros use. Um, and those are the kind of files that you, you hand over to the post-production houses. No, for this, no, typically you hire individual people. So I did my own edit and then I had another editor come on and tighten it up and then do color correction on it. And then by that time, it's ready for um, sound design, sound production, which is its own set of skills. I'm not a sound post person at all. So Juniper Post in Los Angeles was the one who handled all of that. Um, and they're just really, they're pro, you know what I mean? They can do the Foley, which is the sound effects of like people walking and crumpling of paper. Um, and they've got a giant library too, from really expensive projects that they can pull from to get the sound that you need. So, you know, the, that, all of that stuff really, to me, the post-production is probably the most important part of all of it in terms of getting the quality that you want to get, you know? Definitely. Um, that, yeah. make, that makes sense at least. Um, so I, I was curious first, Frankie, what, if you could explain your role, um, in the film and then, uh, I also understand that you have a song that you wrote for it. How did, how was that whole process for you? If you could answer those sure, in tandem. Sure. So the movie is about these two best friends who are on this this car ride and they're just going through all these adventures, all these forks in the road and and I just randomly come into their lives. I'm a I'm a runaway and and I just completely make their lives even more complicated and I'm I'm very honored to also have had the opportunity to write a song for this movie. Um, it's called Better Friend, and it just—it's really all about uh, friendships and what it really means. And you know, this this girl who cares so much about her friend um, that she's willing to change herself and change her habits. Uh, and it's really just a song about about love and and real trusting friendship, which is what this movie is about. Yeah, all about friendship. Yeah. Um, Ryan. Did, was it your idea to have Frankie write a song or how did that how did that kind of bounce back and forth and happen? 
Yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting question. I I really like Frankie's music. Um, I also just directed a music video for her, for her song Aware, which is about um, child um, suicide awareness, right? Um, and that just actually won an award at the Wildwood Festival, which was pretty cool. Um, she's just a really talented individual and she's got a depth that is sort of particular to her she's very young but she sort of has a big view almost like someone who's lived many many years and I told her about the the story originally and I said you know there's this one moment in the film where she you know my character sort of screwed everything up and nothing has gone well and she's really re-examining her life and I said it, it would be great to have a song that I just gave her all these concepts and she got it. She nailed it. And she sent me this beautiful song, which she, which was really beautiful, really simple on piano. Um, and it was just such a good song. And I was like, okay, well I'm putting it in. So, and it was perfect for that particular moment. There's this moment where my character's walking around the third ward in Milwaukee where she lives, you know, mm. and she's kind of contemplating, okay, what have I done with my life? It's, a big disaster um so yeah so that's that song's going to be in that particular part of the film that's awesome i think really connecting art to like a region in so many different ways here from you know using all wisconsin human beings to um to like you said, the the John Hughes feel and the uh, the Wisconsin kind of Midwestern approach, like on the film side, and then these collaborations, um, I think I think it means a lot. What? So I have two prong question. What do you guys both as artists first? feel about the importance of uh, building culture and community through art and then um, after that uh, I have a question basically about the distribution of the film so we'll just we'll start with the the community and art like as being drivers for culture Frankie you should start because Frankie does a lot of community work already so she probably has something to say about it well sure sure well, first of all, you know, whether it's producing a song or making a movie or preparing for, you know, a big performance, it's all about partnerships with people that you trust. And, and while it sounds easy, it's not, you know, you have to try a shoe on before you buy it. You know, once you've established good partnerships, you stick with them because, you know, skills and chemistry are pretty much everything. And Miss Ryan and I, we complement each other's skills. And, and Wisconsin has a lot of talented artists. And, you know, it's just a matter of finding them and collabing, collaborating with them. And, and, you know, it's all business, but it doesn't have to, to be work. It can be play. And uh, yet you're still getting these things done. Um, but, you know, ultimately, humans want to be entertained and, and, in many different ways you know we have five senses you, you feel and you even feel in your heart and so in the kind of art that I create I try to 
speak to the heart. And I immediately saw that in Miss Ryan when I first met her, for sure. Ryan, do you have anything to add to that? You know, I think um, being in the industry as long as I've been in it, um, it was a very interesting thing for me as an 18-year-old to transfer from Wisconsin to Los Angeles, right? Um, obviously, Wisconsin's a smaller market. It's a bit easier to sort of connect with people and make connections and make introductions. And I find often, not with everyone, because, you know, whatever, but often Wisconsinites want to, they're very helpful. Um, they're very interested in helping. They're, they're very excited about art and different ideas. Um, it's a very philanthropic state in general. Um, you know, the arts are very supported in Milwaukee too. So there's still sort of that gung-ho attitude about supporting artists and making things happen and all the rest of it. And I think LA, because it's been so concentrated for such a long time, there's so much competition it's a very different environment to be in. So when I think about like, okay, well, why did I make a movie in my home state where I grew up? I, you know, my, my, the biggest goal I think I had with it was I loved the idea of um, sort of celebrating the kind of people that I grew up with and bringing people together um, in a really effective, awesome way and, and celebrating the character of Wisconsinites. And it was an interesting experience because when I did ask for help, you know, when I did reach out and I did say, hey, I need a restaurant, I need a cabin, I need a barn, I need, you know, I need this kind of car, whatever it was. I got so much support, um, so much support, which is not what I experienced in L.A. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, awesome. so there's a lot of heart there and also just a lot of people going just they were excited. They're still excited about movies. They're still excited about that concept. Um, yeah, there's so, uh, there's no no jadedness, I'm, I'm sure, compared to to L.A. where it's so prevalent. Is it hard for a Midwest or, or even a Wisconsin soul to maintain itself in kind of the L.A. environment? You know, I think it was when I first got there because I was very extroverted. I was really outgoing. <laughs> I wanted to meet everybody. I was kind of like a little puppy dog. You know, I was like, hey, what are we doing? Are we creating? What are we doing? Are we going to hang out? Like, come on, let's make something. And I think <laughs> a lot of people didn't quite know what to do with that. You know, they were kind of like, uh, I don't know who you are or <laughs> what you've done, but back away, you know? Yeah. Um, but I did meet my people just like anybody does when they go anywhere. I met my people. I met my group. Um, and I met my other artist friends who thought the way I thought and created the way I wanted to create and all of the rest of it. Um, but again, I think it's a, th a lot of things that a lot of artists experience it's a little bit easier in smaller markets to do that kind of thing. Um, you do know, and, and do you feel like by doing more of these projects that might get easier over time, more things like this. I think so. And I, and I think, I think too, 
this industry is shifting. I think it's becoming more and more national rather than just concentrated in New York, concentrated in LA. You've got micro markets in Nashville. You've got a lot of stuff happening in Atlanta. Um, there's sort of film festivals popping up all over the United States. And there are very talented videographers and sound people and whatever, really all over. Um, so video and all of that and the excessive accessibility of video has sort of created these micro markets and i do think yeah i think that's how it should go honestly yeah and even distribution with the internet and just kind of you know more more networks and more little threads that can be kind of leveraged uh i guess the gatekeepers aren't as prevalent as they once were um do you see yourself as like these micro markets are popping up you're still out in in la or are you back in wisconsin i'm actually in florida right now florida. working on another feature but that was paused okay <laughs> um yeah. so are you kind of like go where you like where your heart takes you or do you, do you see yourself ending up in one of these spots like one of these micro markets or like back in Milwaukee or um, do you think about it that way, I guess, or is it more yeah. about the project? Right now it's leading me as the projects. Um, you know, I'm, I'm making, I'm making movies that, that I've written personally. So this next movie is another film that I wrote. It's based on a true story. Um, it's called Sunshine Detour. Um, it's about a single mother and her son who gets Baker acted, which is a law down here in Florida. Um, and there was a story that inspired me to make a movie out of it. It's kind of in the vein of Aaron Brockovich, that kind of vibe. Um, I kind of like the concept of filming things where they're supposed to be filmed. Um, there's a lot of filmmakers who go where there's a lot of incentives. Um, but honestly, I'm not dealing with those giant budgets. So I have the freedom to go wherever the story uh, leads me. Um, but, you know, I think I should do something else in Wisconsin. There's there's other ideas. I mean, I was actually writing a movie. Uh, I think I even told Frankie about it. I was writing a movie um, that I wanted to do again because West Tank, who's who's a talent in Wisconsin, um, also stars in the movie. He plays the boss. Yeah. I wanted to do another movie with him, um, and it was about it was it was it was literally I mean which is crazy, and I I've, I'm like 35 pages into the script, but it was about a you know a brother sister team, and she's coming from Chicago, and he's like a survivalist out in the middle of Wisconsin, and the world starts to end when she goes to visit him. <laughs> <laughs> at his house in the middle of Wisconsin there's some sort of virus that breaks out and she's like stuck with him and I'm like okay well I don't know if I'm gonna write that movie or not, or not anymore like no, I think uh the collective imagination if anything that's uh very very relevant you know <laughs> very apropos <laughs> so you wrote that you wrote that before this happened yeah Wow. Yeah, I was writing it. I was in the process of writing it. Wow. That's wild. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, so do you, are you kind of thinking about distribution in terms of 
leveraging the internet right now or, or are you going to kind of put it on hold until this is over well i think frankie and i both know like you know we had we had submitted aware which is the music video i did with her uh we produced that in august right august or september i can't remember it's august yeah yeah um and that also got submitted to a bunch of film festivals um but originally we were going to do the film festival route the whole women in film thing pushing that you know um first time female filmmaker that kind of thing but honestly a lot of the festivals got pushed or canceled so Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think streaming a streaming service would be the ideal thing. Um, Hulu or Amazon Prime or Netflix or one of them, um, just so we can get the movie out. Um, I'm planning a few premieres in Wisconsin. Um, I have one that I'm planning with um, the is it I I want to say it right the Weall Center Weall W E I L L in Sheboygan. It's a beautiful theater in Sheboygan. Um, they're on board to do a whole event with me. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of thinking, I'm hoping that the shutdown ends <laughs> and artists like us, we can go. I mean, Frankie, you know, is constantly outperforming, doing live performances with people. I have to be back on set. I mean, we've got to get around each other again. So the concept was to sort of celebrate the movie, do some big events in Wisconsin, get people out, get people together again, celebrating all the things Wisconsin. So, you know, we're all kind of in this weird wait and see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely with distribution, we're talking to all kinds of different people right now and sort of seeing like, you know, what's the best route to go? Yeah, definitely. Well, obviously, this was a huge project, so it's not something you're going to not think about, but I'm glad that you're open to different options and you're still kind of pushing forward with, with you know, these different programs to get it out there. If, if you could get it on a streaming platform, that would be really cool, um, and we would definitely help you push that out because um, I, I'm excited. I mean, I haven't seen it. I've seen the trailer, but um, it looks like a fun movie, and I like the the Wisconsin concept. Um, I had uh, a question for Frankie: Is this quarantine? Um, are, so last time we talked, you were a junior. Did, are you done with school? Did you graduate early, or are you finishing up school right now? I'm, I'm, I thank God every day for technology. I'm still doing, I'm a senior still at Connections Academy online. Okay. And I, that's how I'll be getting my bachelor's degree as well, online in Green Bay. Nice. So has much changed? Has this sparked any uh, additional time to write? Or is it kind of hard to find inspiration when you're kind of stuck in the quarantine? For sure, yeah. There, there's a lot of things on the news that's heartbreaking, and and you know I've I've had a lot of my gigs. I mean, they're all canceled past October, mm-hmm. but um, I found a lot of great opportunities to get things done. I've always wanted to do. I, I created just a whole list of goals, everything from cleaning the garage to writing another five new songs and reading books, reading more books, um, and I just I built some more hope i'm learning more about myself and and i i have 
I have a lot of confidence that this is all going to end very soon and we're all going to grow from this and we'll get back to our schedules again. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Is uh, writing screenplays in any of those goals now that you've gone through this process? <laughs> I, I've got a lot of mentors in my life, uh, like Miss Ryan especially, and uh, I think from working with her, I've, I've been inspired to maybe try that someday and write screenplays. My, my dad and I, we love to shoot around a lot of ideas, scary movies, <laughs> for sure. Nice. Um, so you also... Time Machine is out, right? You released a new single? Yes, Time Machine is out. We had the best uh, producer for it. He's down in Nashville, Doug DeAngelis and Aaron Baim. I was very blessed with them. And, um, you know, if, if you've heard my other songs, this one definitely beats all of them. And uh, I'm, I'm just, I've been waiting for this to come out. It's it's the best. Uh, it, it's got the cool kind of kind of vibe to it. And it's about this girl who comes home from school and uh, she sort of escapes into something she loves, like her time machine, uh, metaphorically. But um, it's a great song, and I really encourage anyone watching, you know, you can find it on, on all platforms. Yeah, check it out. Um, I appreciate you sharing that with me pre-launch. I thought I felt important <laughs> uh, because of that. But uh, yeah, it was it was a fun song. Um, so was that a metaphor for for you, or were you writing from the perspective of of someone else? I like to to write about my experiences, and um, you know, I, I was kind of imagining me back in my middle school years and early high school years, where I would get home from my brick and mortar school and just really, uh, my mind was so clouded from from things happening. You know, girls making things so hard for me and um so i'd so i'd get home and go right to my keyboard and it would just kind of help me escape yeah it's funny i was listening to our last live show uh together in preparation for this and um ex that was kind of some of the stuff we covered was yeah literally you started writing at 12 years old and um the keyboard was your escape so it's it's cool to hear that consistency um and it's cool to hear that you made great art from it as well so um we are uh i guess we have enough time for for one more thing uh basically i'm going to give ryan the floor in terms of um how can people learn more about this and follow along um with uh Mags and Julie, the film, because we are going to run out of Zoom time here in 60 seconds. <laughs> okay, uh, you guys can find out more by going to Mags, M-A-G-S, and Julie.com. Um, all of our social media is on that page. You can sign up for the newsletter. I'm going to, the trailer's there. I'm going to give updates on premieres, where you can watch it, all the rest on that website. Awesome. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Frankie. Um, I apologize for the people who tuned in at first. My mic wasn't working. Uh, what it was is the mic wasn't, my mic wasn't plugged into the computer. So, oh. <laughs> but I figured it out and um, I learned something about these two and I hope you did too. Get out there and make the most of your day and thank you too so much for joining us on But Why Not. Thanks, Evan. Good meeting you. Nice to meet you. See you later. See <laughs> ya. Yeah.
thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It truly means a lot to me.